You are now listening to Out of the Blank. 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 Welcome to another episode of Out of the Blank Podcast. I'm here with Jason Ionson. Hey, how's it going? It's going, Jason. Why don't you tell me a little bit about yourself and if you want what you do professionally or just whatever you're interested in. Yeah. Yeah, so, you know, live in Fort uh, Wayne, Indiana, and been pretty much around here all my life. And besides college, or professionally, Right now, I'm a uh, me, my wife, and some friends. We own a uh, a little ice cream shop, in which I pretty much do all the you know I do all the operations of that. Well, I gotta um, ask. I gotta ask. When we say ice cream shop, are we talking about? Do you work on like a dairy farm? Because I've been to a couple ice cream places that actually run on a dairy farm. No, actually, we are in right next to like downtown Fort Wayne, Indiana. And uh, we're just a small little shop. We have one ice cream maker uh, machine. And yeah, we just um, crank out ice cream. Well, what we say one ice cream maker machine, can you tell me a little bit about what the machine is? Because I'm pretty sure every kid out there, like myself at one point, got an ice cream maker maybe for Christmas or snow cone maker. And honestly, the thing was a hunk of shit. I mean, I don't want to put it so lightly, but literally trying to make ice cream on that thing, I mean, it wasn't you. I wouldn't even call that ice cream. Yeah. So basically, you you take that um, little ice cream maker and this, the one that we have, you know, it's commercial grade. So, I mean, it's basically an ice cream machine on steroids. And it is probably the heaviest thing that I have ever tried to move. So we're talking about the macho man, Randy Savage of ice cream, ice cream makers. But that brings into a big question though. What's your favorite ice cream flavor? We all got one. Oh, wow. All right. Hold on. Let me ask you, what is your favorite ice cream flavor as a kid? And then what is the one now? Because when I was a kid, it was chocolate. And then like, as I got older, it was, it just evolved into something completely different. Like I, I, I'll take a nice, like a mocha or I'll take a cookies and cream, bro. You t- chocolate chip cookie dough will blow your mind out of the world. Yeah. So as a kid, it's probably going to be um, Superman ice cream. Superman ice cream. I don't know if they have it everywhere, um, but I know like Midwest, it's, it's pretty big. Um, and it's basically like a lemon, raspberry, blueberry, like mixture flavor. And it's red, uh, red, yellow, and blue. So it kind of goes off the uh, Superman colors. Immediately you said Superman ice cream. I was thinking somebody put like chunks of kryptonite in it or something. Or like, you bite into it and break like half of your dentures or something. Well, I mean... <laughs> What what do you prefer though? Do you prefer regular like ice cream like in a bowl? Like do you prefer the Superman ice cream in the bowl or do you prefer a milkshake? Because dude, there are times where like a nice thick milkshake is like where it's at. Um, yeah, there's definitely times that milkshakes, you know, if you especially if you're gonna go mobile, you know, walking around, milkshake's the way to go. 
I was pretty toned. I always found those kind of to be like difficult to deal with, like because I I live in Ocean City, Maryland, so we have a local attraction. It's a uh, called this Boardwalk, which is basically just like two and a half miles of nothing but like plank boards that you can walk on with like amusement rides and stuff. And I mean, anytime you go to a carnival, you get an ice cream or something on a cone. And it's up melting all over your hand. That was always the worst part about it. I yeah, that is that is true. Um, usually, most places I would say give you way too much ice cream, especially for a cone. I mean, if you're not going to eat it fast, then then the bowl is the best way to go. Yeah. Plus, like if you've ever been to like a, would you say with your ice cream place, it's more of like a self serve kind of choose your own toppings as well too. I mean, any type of ice cream place i've went to it's like you can add gummy worms you can add chocolate chips you can add sprinkles i'm like no no no, don't put the sprinkles on there that shit's disgusting yeah, yeah we um we actually take a completely opposite you know approach to the way we do ice cream um so our ice cream shop actually we do not do any flavors at all or not flavors we don't do any kind of toppings we are the mindset that we put everything in the ice cream that we want you to have. So yeah, I mean, we don't do toppings. We don't do, as of right now, we don't do milkshakes or anything like that. Um, it's just straight up scoops. What uh, separates you from most of the other uh, ice cream places out there? It seems like Cold Stone and Baskin Robbins, these places are just, they dominate the market when it comes to just ice cream places in general. Right. Yeah. So we, uh, yeah, and that's the thing. Like we are always trying to find new things, um, new flavors and flavor combinations, just looking around at culturally um, around the world. Just finding different flavors that we think would be good as an ice cream. Yeah, it seems like with the way like we've been taking cereal in general. I mean, have you seen the combinations of cereal they have, like Twinkie flavors? <laughs> yeah, that's the same thing with ice cream. It is too. And like our food in general, people have just decided to mash up a bunch of random stuff together. Right. I mean, back in the day, I always thought of the classics like chocolate. You get a sherbet, maybe a rainbow. Then you get vanilla. Those were always the basic ones that came in like the giant containers. Now you're walking by the ice cream aisle and Ben and Jerry's just went fucking insane. <laughs> like, let me just get literally every Ben and Jerry's flavor is like if you took a bunch of ice cream developers or just a bunch of people in one room and started asking them to shout out one word responses. And then they just started mashing <laughs> them together. Like, what's let's create a new ice cream flavor. What, what would be some good ingredients? Some guys like shark, another dude's like fish, and then another dude's like, I don't know, fudge. And they're like, all right, we're going to make the chocolate sh uh, fudge shark fish special. I'm like, well, holy crap, we got a new Ben & Jerry's flavor. Yeah, so we we kind of go along those lines, I guess. Um, we try to break from the traditional and try to give you know our customers something new in you know the Midwestern culture very it's based on the past it's you know you want you want your vanilla you want your chocolate you want your strawberry um and we we do some of those but then we do like strawberry with cookie dough we do strawberry with oreos and you know, we just try to change it up for people 
you think uh has you like your store been impacted at all with the fact that people are trying to live this new healthy lifestyle and it seems like a lot of people are becoming like lactose intolerant or lactose sensitive so it seems like back in the day when ice cream shops were like a thing you know you would go down either to a diner get a milkshake with uh, somebody or you would go to the uh, somewhere with your parents or grandparents and get a nice ice cream cone it seems like nowadays it's transferred to like boba tea or some other health trend or something um i would say maybe to some extent um but we do we actually do a lot of dairy free stuff and we found a pretty good market around fort wayne you know northeast indiana of not necessarily dairy free but they might be you know, the vegan like a gelato um we don't really do gelato but yeah we just do like our dairy free stuff is a, a coconut base so instead of like the, the dairy milk base we get a, a coconut cream base for the ice cream we try to replicate anything we do with the regular ice cream into a dairy-free option. Well, what's your most craziest flavor that you guys have? So in the past year, we've done overall, I think we're over 200 flavors that we've tried. 200 flavors? Yeah. How? I don't even think I can name that much <laughs> ice cream. Like, I just remember going to, like, Cold Stone Creamery or something, and it's like, we have the we have the chocolate, we have the double chocolate, we have the triple chocolate, we got Rocky Road, we got the fudge brownie mix with sear what strawberry sprinkles. I'm like, what's happening here? Like remember when there was just chocolate and vanilla and that's all you got? And then some woman in front of me was like, I was with my grandfather, and she was like, Can I get a taste of the chocolate? And then she was like, Can I get a sample of the double chocolate? Can I get a sample of the triple chocolate? I'm like, it's the same shit, just more. <laughs> like, just just get it. Like, I mean, as a kid, like you're basically putting as much as you possibly can on an ice cream thing. I mean, right. one of my most memorable moments is um going and getting those uh Ben and Jerry's, I think my favorite flavor of ice cream uh, was fish food, which is like chocolate fudge fish with a gooey marshmallow mixed with a drizzle of caramel and on chocolate ice cream. Like it's not the healthiest oh, no. option, but damn, if it wasn't good. Exactly. Um, <laughs> ice cream is not really meant to be a health snack. Um, it's meant to be a treat. So you know, that's what we try to focus on is, you know, it's a treat. Um, we do get a lot of questions about sugar-free or, you know, low-calorie. Um, but, yeah, we don't, uh, we don't do any of that. We, I mean, it's, we go all in. Well, it's even meant to be a celebration, especially if, like, you're an ice cream shop. Like, whenever a, a, a Little League game is won, you know, you're a kid, your parents want to take you out and celebrate. Like, oh, you know, you got good grades. Let's go get an ice cream cone. Or, hey, me and your mom are getting divorced. Let's go get an ice cream cone. It's like, what? It's like ice cream's good for those situations. Like, that's the perfect middle ground to find, first of all, just – peace in general like hey you know me and your mom are going to separate but try this caramel swirl you're like oh my <laughs> god okay I, two christmases yeah, it's uh it's literally the treat for any occasion um you know happy you know little league wins um break up good times bad times it's i feel like it's literally the treat that uh it makes you just feel better 
what types of things have you thought about creating for an ice cream flavor? Like, it seems like a lot more of it has to do on the basis of not actually the ice cream, but more on the lines of adding certain things to it to spice it up. Like I've seen people crush up waffle cone and sprinkle it on top of the vanilla. I've seen a whole magnitude or whatever you want to say when it comes to the range of toppings now. I mean, back in the day it was chocolate chips, but now we're doing like peanut butter. People are doing crushed up graham cracker on top of it with mixed up, diced up marshmallows or drizzles of chocolate with jam, maybe even a drizzle of maple syrup. There's a different flavor combination when it comes to exactly. It. Um, yeah. And that's, you know, the, the basis of what we try to do is any kind of topping that you think of that you could put on an ice cream, we try to create an ice cream out of that. Um, you know, so we'll do caramel swirls, we'll do maple swirls, we'll do, you know, a marshmallow ice cream with graham cracker and chocolate, you know, to make the s'mores. Um, we've even done, I would say probably our most crazy flavor like maple syrup and bacon. That doesn't sound like it should go on an ice cream, but I can see where it would be delicious because I'm pretty sure maple syrup and bacon are like probably the easiest and best combinations ever. It doesn't seem like it should be. You know, you put meat and ice cream, it just seems like a, a diversion from what we should be doing. But you know, when you put it all together. It's a, it's a freaking battle in your stomach. But I mean, the the weirdest combinations go together and like for me i discovered that when i went to olive garden one time um you might actually want to try this since you work at an ice cream place you have the option to the vanilla ice cream mixed with garlic breadsticks from mm -hmm. olive garden that garlic and the vanilla that go together so perfectly people were looking at me at the olive garden like this kid's fucking <laughs> insane it was so good, dude. I couldn't even describe it. They just they complemented each other perfectly. But it seems like really where the true key is to developing a new flavor is just being nuts and putting a bunch of stuff that doesn't seem like that really would go together yeah. together. People putting kettle corn in ice cream. I mean, if you use sprinkles, I don't trust you mostly because they just taste like little pebbles. Like if you're eating sand yeah. on the beach or like eating a sandwich on the beach and you get sand in your sandwich, that griddle that hits your teeth, you're like, oh God, I'm grinding my teeth down. Yeah, the, the sprinkles, they just kind of stick everywhere. Yeah, we've actually had a few people that say they've had a, a garlic ice cream and that it was really good. Well, how did you even get started into making ice cream? Like this, is this, was this a, a dream you had or was it just something that fell across your lap? You know, something that just kind of popped up. Um, for years, I worked in the uh, fitness industry um, as a personal trainer, GM of a gym, local gym here in town. Um, yeah, so 11 years I did that. I was looking for a change. A friend of a friend was looking to get rid of a, an old ice cream place. You know, hey, if you're looking for something new, and what do you think about uh, going in together and doing this ice cream shop? Said, hey, you know what? It's uh, definitely a change. Let's uh, see what we can do. And it just kind of all started from there and just completely snowballed into what it is right now. I mean, it's just, 
it's weird to think of when you look at ice cream shops and how like big they were like just not even maybe like 10 years ago there were like a few of them that started popping up cold stones everywhere like it was a huge hot trend was these ice cream shops and stuff like back in the day but then like dairy queen was a big thing like we have a we just had a dairy queen open up down here but it was so popular but it's not as popular in today's times mostly because I don't know. There's just so much out there. People are trying way different things. Like I think kids are going to miss out on sticking a French fry in your McFlurry yeah. or something. Like even though McDonald's ice cream machine is basically broken 24 seven, when you did get it, when they first opened up, it was pretty good. They dumped like a thing of M&Ms in it. You're like, wow, I can literally taste the diabetes. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, there's definitely a lot of ice cream places are places that you can get ice cream and that's kind of what went into our whole idea of what we wanted our shop to be um something different from the norm especially around here you get a lot of ice cream places that are almost like 50s diner-esque um very much a throwback to you know what ice cream was and we wanted to kind of put out there what we thought ice cream could be. Well, like for me and my family, like after dinner or something late at night, like I'd be at my grandparents' house and we get the blender out. You get a couple scoops of ice cream in there. You make a nice thick milkshake. Like you make a nice chocolate one, throw some chocolate chips in there. Like we're still fascinated with milkshakes. People love getting milkshakes, but it's not where you would think you would get them at. You're getting them at Starbucks. You're getting them at all these places that are supposed to be coffee shops. You're getting an ice cream. Like one of the places I think that's pretty good now is like Chick-fil-A. Like their milkshakes are pretty banging with the whipped cream on top, but nothing beats a classic homemade one. I mean, my one of my most favorite moments is my grandparents live out in the country of Delaware. And out there in Milford, Delaware, there's a dairy farm and they make ice cream there. It does smell like shit. I have to admit that the manure is pretty intoxicating, but when you go in there and you get the ice cream, it's so creamy, it's nice and smooth. Like, I mean, Wendy's, it's it's super thick. It's You can't even suck it out of the straw, but a nice like one that goes right, like just perfectly in your mouth and just right down the throat. Like it just n not, not any bit of a struggle, but just thick enough that the consistency of a milkshake it's, it's, I mean, it's orgasmic. I'd have to say, I mean, I hate to use those words, but it's so true. We live in this like world now where like the top competitors, like Cold Stone, Baskin Robbins, they capitalize on here's all the shit you can add to your ice cream flavor. It's like, what do you mean all this? Like, why are we adding gummy worms with chocolate sprinkles and gummy bears and all these Skittles and all these things? What happens to the classics? Like ice cream shouldn't have to have much to be good. Right. Sometimes, you know, simple is good. One or two flavors is the way to go. Well, what's your most memorable thing that you've kind of learned or kind of had owning your own shop? I mean, it's got to be amazing. You get to eat really any of the free ice cream you want. You get to test out your flavors too. Yeah, I mean, it's been a uh, definitely a juggling act um, between making ice cream, um, getting everything staffed, getting everything you know prepared for the day. Um, yeah, coming up with new flavors. What flavors should be in the case at a certain time? I'm looking for something that we've done. I would say you know, just 
all the combinations that we have put together. Do you get a lot of, um, like, I'm looking for a certain experience that you might have had. Like, do you have a certain memory that sticks out in your head from owning your shop? A certain day, a certain thing that came together, maybe a flavor creation? I mean, uh, besides the dairy farm one for me, you know, all the time back in the day, there was always like a gallon of whatever chocolate chip cookie dough ice cream in the freezer, being able to pull that down, sitting and watching some cartoons or just enjoying it in general. Yeah, uh, I would say you know, we've had several people bring their kids in um, for their very first ice cream. And that is, that's pretty memorable because you get to watch the kid actually taste ice cream for the first time. And you get to see their face. You get to see their eyes light up. And then next thing you know, like five minutes later, they're tearing up that ice cream and you just see the brain oh, yeah. freeze hit them. And then they start screaming. Like that is the worst pain I think I've ever experienced in my life is just the brain freeze. Cause you're, you're banging on the table and you're trying to like do as much as you possibly can to get it to go away. You just got to ride it out. Well, when it's, when it comes to the worst experience, I would say that you've kind of had uh, just with ice cream in general, like when it comes to owning your own shop, I mean, what's one day that really sticks out in your mind as being a bad day? Honestly, I cannot think of a, just like a terrible, terrible day. Um, yeah, because one, we're... I just try and look at, well, I mean, I try and look at all like the health factors and everything that everyone's so health conscious now it's like we're really just kind of doing all these diet trends and stuff but we're not really enjoying any aspect of life when it comes to stuff i mean more people if they're going to want to go to an ice cream place like for me i'd want to go to an ice cream place that's a family-run business because i know the shit's going to be good i don't want to go to a major company because a major company i mean yeah it's quicker and yeah it's probably still going to be good but you get so much more satisfaction actually walking into an ice cream shop and actually enjoying the full experience rather than going through the drive-thru and just getting a milkshake. Yeah, yeah, that's, you know, that kind of goes to the heart of just kind of the experience we wanted to put forward um, when people come in is really play on the fact that we are a small shop um, and that we do, I mean, we break from a lot of norms if you walk into a normal ice cream shop, um, you know what they're going to have. And when people come in here, you know, it's always different. And we don't label anything in our case. Because um, we feel that, for, I don't know what it is about ice cream, but we have to see it. We have to know what it looks like before we uh, taste it. Yeah, I would definitely not want to be blindfolded because I think the one flavor I would be afraid to try is pistachio. For some reason, I just, that one just sticks out of my head as that's a disgusting flavor, even though a lot of people like it. But I mean, if you even walk down your grocery aisle and go into like where the freezer section is, you start seeing all the different combinations. I mean, they got birthday cake, they got mocha, they got peanut, uh, peanut brittle, they got all these different types of flavors. One's matcha tea. I'm like, that doesn't sound delicious at all, but I guess people yeah. like it. But it, ice cream is, you know, it's been a popular thing in our history for a long time. On a hot summer day, you would have an ice cream cone, you know, you go to a, a local, uh, whatever shop and next thing you know they have the ice cream machine you get a nice soft serve ice cream or something on a cone 
get to share it with somebody, you know, amusement parks, they've been influenced. I don't know where we decided that ice cream was a dessert or a treat like that. I don't understand when, when we decided that happened, like when people were like, you know, when you get cupcakes for an event, it's like, I like the person, but I don't like them that much. So I made a bunch of cupcakes so everybody can enjoy it. But ice cream's like, dude, have you ever had a Carvel ice cream cake? That is the bomb. You can drop that on the floor, wreck the whole entire cake in the box. You'll still open it up and take a slice. I believe it. I've not had one. Um, my wife is from the East Coast, so she uh, knows exactly what it's talking about. And actually, the person that I learned to make the ice cream uh, used to work for Carvel's. Well, how exactly do you make the ice cream? Um, we get a uh it's an ice cream base that we get shipped in um delivered here a couple times a week it'll be a heavy cream a sweet heavy cream and then we just kind of use that as our canvas and say okay what can we make with this and start adding the fruit flavors extracts and try to create something yeah we give it a taste and if it's good enough to throw in the machine we throw it in and See what comes out. Do you try um, and experience other flavors in your area? I feel like if you're owning an ice cream shop, you want to try different different combinations, maybe taking like, oh, let me try this chocolate. Maybe if I added this to it, maybe if I added that to it. Because, I mean, I like condiments. I think it's pretty cool. Like if you add peanuts and stuff onto like a chocolate, you make like a nice uh, hazelnut maybe on there as well. But it's just with all the allergic stuff that's going on now, it makes it really, really difficult. People are becoming allergic to peanuts and then you can't do a peanut butter ice cream, which makes it kind of difficult if you're trying to incorporate Reese's into an ice cream. That's why Ben and Jerry's and all these things that you can get at like a food line or a Walmart or whatever are so popular and they're so easily bought because they have a wide selection of stuff than if you go to a regular mom and pop shop. You know, you go in there to go get ice cream. They got a whole bunch of flavors, but at the same time, it's just not as much as like just some massive company. But I'm like, you would enjoy it a lot more if you went to an actual shop. I mean, I feel like if you have a pint of ice cream in your freezer, yeah, it's good. But if you actually go to a store and get to actually enjoy a bowl in front of you, knowing that you can't just take that shit home because it's going to melt, that's the best part. Yeah, absolutely. I would agree with that 100%. Well, what's your ending uh, goal here? Like, are you trying to incorporate more shops? Or maybe, you know, for me, I feel like your idea would best, like, instead of being in a, a just a store location, turning it into a food truck idea. Imagine if you were serving ice cream on a food truck. Like, that was that, you know, how many people you could get on that? Like, just traveling to the beach or something and just delivering ice cream, like back in the day. That was the thing for everybody. The ice cream, man. You heard that freaking song pop on. Everybody's running out in the street. Like, I want to, I want to, I want to, what is it? Uh, one of those SpongeBob uh, popsicles or whatever, where the eyes are always messed up and they never look like they do on the package. You know, our goal this year is to expand a little bit and try to wholesale a little bit so we can actually sell to, we actually do have, we have a mobile tricycle that we take out uh, with a uh, cooler in the front. So we take that out. What is exactly is the worst flavor you probably sell? Like if you had to pick one, like the one that's probably bought the least, you know, for me, I would have to think it would be pistachio, but I feel like you have another one oh, in there. 
Um, so we did try what is that candy corn with peanuts. Oh my god! Which you know, growing up, you know, was always a like a fall treat. Like we'd have candy corn with peanuts. So I tried to make a. Oh, dude! If you if you eat candy corn, there's something wrong with you. I saw the best picture on the internet. And it was, it was someone like how to eat candy corn in three steps. One, grab the candy corn. Two, open up the bag. Three, dump it in the trash. I was like, that is perfect. Yeah, yeah. Candy corn is definitely one of those things that it's a love hate. You either love it or you absolutely hate it. Um, and yeah, people did not uh, like it too much, so we ended up throwing some of that out. What is um possibly your best combination of ice cream flavors, like your top seller? Would it be an original flavor like vanilla or chocolate, or would it be something a little bit extraordinary like Rocky Road or Moose Track? Probably our biggest seller is we do a, a salted caramel with chocolate swirl and uh, brownie pieces. That seems to be uh, the favorite, crowd favorite here. Yeah, I always looked at all these uh, ice cream flavors out there. Like, there's one like cake batter, and then there's like uh, chocolate brownie batter or uh, French toast. And I'm like, how the fuck did they get that in a flavor? Like, what? Like, how do you get? Fr- what does that mean, glazed donut? And then you take a scoop of it, and you're like, that's exactly what glazed donut would taste like. Yeah, that's uh, it's kind of part of the process. Like, we'll start mixing things together. And- taste it like that's ah, not quite right and add a little bit more until it tastes uh yeah kind of tastes like a you know waffle would you say that you do any catering events it seems like if you were an ice cream shop that would probably be a big prioritizing thing you would have to do just because people have birthday parties and stuff you could be able to show up and be like hey we're gonna get develop or deliver ice cream for your whole yeah, entire we've family done several last year we did a like a birth announcement a like gender reveal, I guess. With ice cream? How did you do that? What was the blue ice cream? If you're going to do a boy, and then what was the pink one? We actually had it in the shop. <clears throat> and instead of making two different ice creams, we just did uh, different sauces. We did like a, a pink chocolate sauce and a, a blue chocolate sauce. People could guess whatever they wanted. What do you think ice cream pairs with the best? I feel like a nice like pumpkin pie and a nice like scoop of vanilla ice cream can really set the mood. Like you're definitely yeah. getting laid if you pull that out of your, you know, <laughs> back pocket. Yeah, I would say pie is probably the best pairing. You get the the crust, you get fruit pie or basically any kind of pie and some kind of ice cream is probably the best combination. I have no idea what those things were that they sell in uh like dollar stores or like little ice cream sandwiches. There's obviously the long like Oreo looking one where it looks like a right. like a rectangle. There's those. But what's the cookie one? I remember going to summer camp and getting those all the time when the ice cream guy pulled up. Like, let me get that chocolate chip cookie ice cream. And they're like, oh, yeah, yeah. And they give it to you. Dude, that thing would – you take one bite, half the vanilla ice cream would just – drop onto your hand but you didn't care if it even fell on the floor you'd end up eating it yeah i don't remember what those are called i do remember them though you just say chocolate chip ice cream and then the guy knows what you're talking about like i got you oh yeah and then you're like can i get an ice cream sandwich and he pulls out that square one you're like no 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 
Give me the one that looks like a chocolate chip cookie and another chocolate chip cookie, and you just shoved a bunch of vanilla ice cream in the middle. He's like, oh, I got you, bro. I got you. I was like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, ice cream, It's it, there, there are eventful occasions. Every single birthday party when I was a kid, there was ice cream. There was, a, you know, there was cake. There was everything. They're amazing treats and they're delicacies too. And we look at them now like kids are doing like instead of um, – you know, for their birthday, they just want a nice spring roll or a nice salad or something. I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. Right. This is an event. We're going to have fun doing this. I mean, you know, as a kid, I always just ate the ice cream, dumped chocolate syrup on top of it. But then my dad was like, why don't you just mix it up like a milkshake in the bowl? Just sit there, crush it up and spin it around next, thing you know, bam, you got a nice little, you know, enjoyment to it. And I started doing that. I mean, adding chocolate chips to it, adding caramel, adding, you know, there's so many different things now that we can add to it. I mean, whipped cream, I mean, I'm pretty sure is good on anything. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, you can, uh, yeah, mix in anything, ice cream. Usually, I guess we'll make it better. Have you ever heard of the nitro freeze ice cream? Like where they use like, I think it's like nitrous oxide or something to be able to freeze the temperature of the ice cream. to like a dry, you know, like when um it hits air, yeah. it starts steaming or starts like kind of, yeah, like, yeah that chill factor. That's crazy. The scientific aspect of it is probably the coolest part. And it's weird too. Like you see, like if you look on uh, the internet or something like craziest ice creams, cones or something. I do prefer in a bowl, but like you'll see one, like some dude's holding an ice cream cone the size of like maybe his hand and then like, or like the inside of his hand. Then the whole entire ice cream on top is like the size of his head. I'm like, it doesn't fit. I don't understand. Like it's, it's, it's going to fall off. Like, I don't understand why they do that, but I guess that's part of the experience. I mean, any movie that has like a bad moment on like a beach or something, some dude drops his ice cream cone on the floor. And then there's like a, a sad, like kind of moment right. in the audience. Yeah. yeah the, uh, yeah, the extreme ice cream fad, like the almost like Costco size ice cream. Is, uh, it's always funny to see people's faces. Well, have you ever thought about kind of, creating a new way for the ice cream to kind of be able to get it out there it seems like using the old store methods is a little bit kind of old age have you started using anything from new age like maybe using social media or trying to promote it that way yeah we do we use social media almost exclusively to uh you know put things out there and pictures and um promoting new flavors different events well, if you own a food business in general, that's like the capital market for it. Like if you use social media, I mean, how many pictures do you see of people putting up pictures of their food? That's like every single exactly. picture on Instagram. You see some dude eating like I saw a, literally a picture the other day. Some dude had like crab meat mixed in with like a mac and cheese. And it was like the drippiest, gooeyest mac and cheese in the world, with like crushed up breadcrumbs in it. And like it was it. It, it was all over Instagram. I had dude had like 50,000 followers. I'm like, if you make a badass ice cream cone, like let's say you get a vanilla topped with like uh, tiny Reese's cups mixed with like chocolate sprinkles and a drizzle of caramel syrup on top of it. And then just have it dripping down the cone. You take a picture of that, put it up. You're getting like a thousand likes immediately. I mean, people love to see that stuff. Oh yeah. Yeah. Putting those things out there and, yeah, you know, you, you want to put things out. But people are going to want to take pictures of and share. And 
you know, just kind of widening that net of where that one picture can go. How do you usually come up with your ice cream ideas? Do you just think of a bunch of different things to toss together? Do you randomly get it like inspiration? It hits you like that. Like for me, I randomly just be sitting there. I'm like, I wonder if I did this and that. And then I wonder how that would taste. Yeah. I think a lot of it is just kind of mindlessly watching TV and all something. You'll see something on TV that sparks some kind of weird flavor combination. Yeah. Maybe we'll try that next time. It's definitely uh, changed the way that I go to the supermarket or any kind of market now, looking at different things and wondering, wonder if I could put that in ice cream. Wonder what would go well with that different ice creams. Yeah, you just being around it in general, you probably look at ice cream a whole different way than a lot of people do. Like when you're picking out certain things in the store, what are you exactly analyzing? Like for me, I always look at the protein content. I always look at the calories when it comes to like getting a healthy ice cream. What do you typically look at? Like, do you look at the ingredients when it comes to how much of this is in that? How much of this is in this? Some of it's going to be like just the different flavor combinations. Some of it's going to be texture what kind of texture it adds to the ice cream. Um, the, that if you have a sweet fruit, you're going to want to put something, maybe a little not as sweet with it, or if you have something tart, putting something sweet to kind of soften that tartness. I want to see someone create an ice cream flavor that's vanilla ice cream, but not like a vanilla bean, but use real actual coffee beans, sprinkle it up on top, then add like a caramel drizzle or a maple syrup drizzle to it. Dude, blowing your mind out of the gutter with that one. <laughs> I will. Uh, I'll write that one down. I'm like, there's so many different combinations you can do. And if you honestly just walk down any, like when you walk into the ice cream aisle, instead of just picking out like a basic ice cream, just look at all the condiments they have. I mean, from different types of jams to different types of, you know, seas or uh, toppings that can go on top of it. I, I still think it's nuts if you put sprinkles on there. I was just never a fan of them. But I mean, the amount of combinations you can add to ice cream is pretty insane. I mean, if I was going to, if I was going to own my own ice cream store, I would probably just start off with an ice cream truck because it seems like everybody knows that we all know the jingle. We all have heard it before. Immediately when you hear the, even the sound of it, you get hit with a wave of nostalgia and you want to run down the street with like your parents' money. I always compare our little shop to a food truck a lot of times because we are not very big. And, you know, the space behind the counter is about the size of a food truck. We're just not mobile. Have you, I mean, at one point, like even with this falling into your lap, did you think you were going to go down this route? I mean, didn't you have anything else in mind that you wanted to do? I mean, I can't, even if it falls into your lap, like why are you deciding to still stay into it? Um, it is. A very good creative outlet, not only you know, the flavors, but you know, just keeping the shop the way we want it, um, run the way we want it. Last, this last year was spent mostly kind of learning the business and figuring out how exactly things are going to work. And, you know, now we're, I feel like we're trying to spread our wings more and make more connections with the community and partner with other companies. So, yeah, just try to spread. Not only you know, ice cream, but 
Well, mostly if you look at any type of ice cream shop or any type of ice cream advertising, a lot really has to go into like, you want to have a mascot for your place as well. It seems like that's always a big thing when it comes to like those types of shops, like, you know, whether you got like an ice cream, like Mr. Like Mr. Softy or something, you know, you, you have a character, the state puff marshmallow guy, like, oh, you know, eating an ice cream on the front. I mean, that's what you got to do really when you market stuff. And first of all, trying to get your ice cream out there. Like if you have your own shop that creates its own ice cream, start incorporating in places like, I don't know, like do events, start helping out at organizations, things where people can try your stuff and then get the taste of it and decide to go look for themselves. Because most of the time people don't want to break off their original thing. So going to a new store, going to something like that is usually not the norm for a lot of people to experience. But if you are like, let's say you're at a football event or something, you're handing out ice cream samples, that's going to get so much attention to your business on the factor of people are already there for a game. And then now there's this thing that's included with it. Right. Yeah, we've, uh, we've actually started doing that this you know, winter. We're at the local farmer's market. We have an indoor farmer's market and where we can just kind of connect with a lot more people and you know, get off samples and have people try different things, letting them know about our shop, taking suggestions from them. What would they like to see us try to do and yeah, stuff like that? Create your own flavors. I mean, that's one. That's probably the most popular thing out there. People like being able to choose a flavor that's already created but creating your own there's just some type of magic behind it the same you probably experience creating your own ice cream flavors you're sitting there tossing a bunch of stuff together and then when it actually works like wow this is amazing i feel so proud of myself people love that when they get to create their own ice cream because they're gonna love it every single time i don't know one person that has made something out of their own head creativity wise and hated it me i could take if it's my idea, I don't care what it is. It could be brick. It could be sand. It could be whatever. I'll eat it and I'll love it. Even if it doesn't taste good to others, I'm like, I made it. It's my idea. It's going to taste good. You immediately basically trick yourself into thinking that it is good. And that's the same thing with self, like self-creation ice cream. You can sit there, put nothing but gummy bears, Twizzlers, freaking Pop Rocks, whatever the hell you want to call it all into an ice cream flavor. You'll eat it and be like, this is delicious. Like next thing you know, you're having a stomach ulcer in the hospital, but you're like, it was so good. Like, you, you know, it wasn't, you're, you're hurting yourself. Like, but I created it. Yeah, we try not to go uh, too crazy with things like that. We have, uh, we did a contest last year where, uh, actually not last year, this last month, where like somebody could win a chance to come in and create create their own ice cream. We'll help them make it. Yeah. Well, I mean, you even got the perfect outlet too with social media. All you got to do is find a couple of food reviewers, show them, you know, your ice cream, show them the types of flavor combinations, let them review it. Next thing you know, you're getting publicity for your shop as well. I mean, we look at all these places that have like a food challenge. You ever thought about doing a food challenge for your shop? Like where someone can come in, try the challenge. And if they win, they get their name on the wall, a picture of themselves in a t-shirt. These are things that are going to attract to your business. When you're a local store, such as like, you know, eating like a three foot pizza slice or something, or 
you know, getting your name on the wall for eating 10 wings in a certain amount of time because they're like super spicy. It's the same thing with ice cream, you know, eating a gallon of ice cream or something in a matter of whatever, a certain time limit or a certain type of flavor that's kind of hard for people to eat, you know, that's going to create more publicity too. And with the whole food reviewing aspect, we live in a world now where, you know, taking pictures of your food is the trend. You can literally get so many Instagram followers just by the, whatever, a picture of something you eat, whether it's the art of plating that really makes it beautiful or whether it's just like this gooey mess, you know, you could totally capitalize the market using social media to be able to get food reviewers in your area. I mean, you're in Indiana, there's gotta be multiple food reviewers out in Indiana that are just looking for something to post. You create something like a monstrous glob, like state puff marshmallow man versus the uh, Kool-Aid guy, you know, if they got into a brawl or something and next, you know, you got this amazing ice cream baby where people are loving it and enjoying it and then getting more publicity to your shop. Yeah. Yeah. We've thought about doing that, uh, you know, just a certain kind of ice cream. Come in and get this, get your, get your picture taken, get put out there on Facebook, Instagram. And oh, we, last year we did, Around Halloween, we did a uh, an ice cream that had like, crickets and ants in it. Like legit crickets and ants? Legit crickets and ants. Where the hell were you just out in your backyard? Like, I wonder what this would be in an ice cream? No. Yeah, I just uh, looked it up online uh, and found a distributor that you know, sends you a, a pound of roasted crickets. And I was like, hey, well, Throw that in there. They gotta See if be, people eat it. They gotta be roasted, not grilled. Uh, you don't want the grilled. Now nah, we got this one flavor <laughs> coming out. It's called tapeworm ice cream. It's filled with tapeworms. <laughs> it's a slimming ice cream. You've heard of grapefruit being slimming. Try our tapeworm ice cream. I just think it's so interesting when it comes to the amount of like capabilities you're seeing the world go to when it comes to food. Like it's becoming so popular, even though people want to eat healthy, they still like seeing the most like, I guess, uh, bedridden stuff when it comes to just like gooey caramel with fluffed up marshmallow, peanut butter, and every possible like dessert, whatever chocolate creation all thrown into one and mixed into a shake or something. It's it's so fun. And I mean, they are appetizing to look at. I mean, I will admit I get lost in a lot of those photos on Instagram of people putting up like a giant ice cream cone on like a chocolate bar. And dude, it, it gets insane when it comes to food. I think that's where people's creativity truly lies. Absolutely. That's the uh, that's the one thing about ice cream. You know, it's no matter how much you do to it, how much you change it, and how much you add to it. I think it all always just boiled down to ice cream takes you back to your childhood. Yeah, I've eaten snow off the ground, even if it was yellow snow. <laughs> well, I really appreciate you coming out and doing the podcast, Jason. Is there uh, anything you want to promote, such as your site, where people can find your uh, ice cream shop, where people can maybe look at some of your ice cream creations as well? Yeah, we have a uh, we do have a website. WCMicroCreamery.com. Um, you can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, um, West Central Micro Creamery. And you know, we try to post something about every day, some kind of creation or something about the shop. 
Well, thank you so much for listening to this episode of Out of the Blank Podcast, and stay tuned for our next episode.